Hit Boy in studio coming up. Your calls continue after that. And right now, Rick in Oklahoma wants to talk about transgenderism and FEMA. Go ahead. Yeah, Alex, it's a pleasure to speak with you. I've been listening to you for a long time. I really appreciate your information. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, I was just going to mention that years ago, I mean, back when Paul Harvey was still on the uh, uh, radio, back in 79, I think it was, uh, Paul Harvey had mentioned something about the gay bomb or the Sunshine Project and um, never really stuck with me until some of the stuff that we see going on with the whole transgender movement uh, started taking place. Well, that's right. That's even in the BBC. Uh, Guys, click web and type in uh, Pentagon developed gay bomb, a chemical they spray on men uh, that basically manipulates their olfactory nerves and makes some men attracted to men. Go ahead. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, so I think what we're seeing right now is just like the the Sunshine Project 3.0. The way it feels to me, uh, you know, I watched that interview with you and Yay the other day, and he'd mentioned something about porn being a, a, a drug, and I think that it probably is. It, it, it opens the door for those kind of uh, proclivities, if you will, and um, who knows what they can pump through the, through the TV and the, the media that we're uh, visually looking at right now. I watched a movie here a long time ago called Videodrome. Uh, yeah, with James Woods. Loosely. James Woods. Yeah, as a, ironically. That's a Cronenberg uh, yeah. film. It's excellent. It is. And, it, and it, it's loosely based off a true story where they were using, uh, uh, you know, the visual effects through video to, to brainwash people that would uh, choose to watch that kind of stuff. I think it was Snufflix in the movie, but uh, anyway, that was really all I had. I, I mentioned to your uh, guy that, I, that let me on that uh, recently I just saw uh, <clears throat> some of those big black coffins that you were uh, talking about years ago. Yeah, FEMA stockpiling uh, coffin liners everywhere. Yeah, I saw some of those roll through town the other day, truckload of them. Well, there's a uh, lot of dead people, brother. A lot of dead people with the shots. Got a big study right here. Thank you so much for the call, Rick. Let's talk to Johan in Minnesota. Go ahead. Hi there. Go ahead. Hi there. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. I want to let you know I'm I'm wide awake since 1969. Well, that's awesome. I know know everything about uh, Deep State, like Dr. Huff. Uh, he was so interesting. He was a surveilled. We were surveilled for decades, our family, because East Germany and West Germany, because we had really higher ups in East Germany, like Eric Milka, uh, the Stasi head one. The, uh, his niece was married to my mom's brother, and we were surveilled all the time. Well, I believe it. That's what the Stasi did. I think 30,000 Stasis were here in America for decades. And there were surveilling people. Well, you know, the Democratic Party hired Marcus Wolf before he died to help surveil the American people. So, 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 so you are, are you a German immigrant to the United States? No, I'm, I'm a Minnesota. 
and he was invited to the Build a Bear group because uh, I don't know if you know Percy Rock. Uh, he well, listen, I appreciate your call. I'm out of time, but thank you for calling. We're going to go to break. Open phones, folks. Taking your calls. Uncensored, unfiltered. Everything's coming through here. we got our special guest in the studio, and if people hold, I'll get to you after our guest leaves. If not, I understand. You can hang up. Love you. We'll be right back. Infowars.com. Tomorrow's news today. we got a special report in the air. And then BitBoy Crypto is in studio. Stay with us. This is the end of a free society. It's the total New World Order plan. It's Operation Lockstep. This is everything. That's why I keep hammering the shots, hammering the lockdowns, hammering the persecution. Because they just think we're going to go to sleep for a while. We'll give them some type of political, cultural amnesty. And then we all just quietly go away. I mean, look at this footage. If you've ever seen a Pied Piper in the real world, that's it. One white-clad Judas goat in the paramilitary medical tyranny outfit leading thousands and thousands and thousands of Chinese who all got told they were red-coated with no evidence and have to go to the camps. It's perhaps the biggest quarantine in human history. Millions of people worldwide who've been quarantined. Millions of people in China are once again under collective quarantine. In the industrial city of Changshou, 6.6 million residents have been ordered to stay indoors. Workers in protective suits have installed metal barriers in some neighborhoods. China is reportedly putting suspected COVID-19 patients in metal boxes. Well, they're erecting uh, sometimes shipping containers. Uh, we've seen a couple of tents as well. More than 200 million people in China are in lockdown. And are banned from leaving their home even to buy food. Long, winding lines of buses can be seen in a street which are taking people to COVID-19 quarantine camps. 25 million residents ordered confined to their homes. They're using bicycle locks and padlocks just to keep people in. This video on your screen shows officials dragging a man into a quarantine center where the conditions are appalling to say the least. These people locked up in quarantine camps being treated worse than prisoners. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them. The judge has ruled for guardianship of this four-month-old baby to be placed into the court. He needs life-saving surgery, but his parents don't want him to receive blood from those who have been vaccinated. So this is all about the state. It's the same worldwide you directed, taking control of your bodies and now saying we're going to put the blood product to people that are have a growing prion or spike protein in your body. We have all the medical reports. The governor of Florida has criminal investigations going, a big pharma lying about this, but they're still doubling down. We don't want blood that potentially could have spike protein. We don't want that. We know that that is, you know, he's got a compromised heart. What's happening here is just the beginning of an authoritarian takeover and it's it's coming for all of us. This type of tyranny is coming to New Zealand. It is coming to Australia. It is coming to America. It is coming to the entire world. Chinese-style COVID lockdown tyranny is on its way. For people who are not vaccinated, lockdown rules will apply to everyone 16 and above. It's absolutely mind-boggling that you could hold healthy, law-abiding, fully vaccinated citizens in these kind of conditions. We have now a window of opportunity to create this global reset which we all need. This is what communism looks like. This is what totalitarianism looks like. Your child is not yours. They will continue to try to restrict and limit and vaccinate 
do all of the other things that we're seeing done in China. It's just a matter of time. And as their algorithms get more sophisticated, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab are not just going to sit back and allow humanity the freedom that we so clearly desire. I uh, respect uh, China's achievements, which are tremendous. I think it's um, a role model for many countries. This is the social credit score. This is breaking you down, locking you up, training you to be a slave. They'll only let you out again later as long as you follow all the orders they say that get progressively more tyrannical. Where'd Bob go? I don't know. Went to a COVID camp, never came back. They're just training you to get used to seeing people grabbed and rounded up all around you. Super hardcore tyranny, the model of the Great Reset and the New World Order, and we're going to be here fighting it big time. You are listening to an InfoWars.com frontline report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. All right, well, I've watched his show before and seen his work, and, and Mike Adams was talking about it a few weeks ago, and I said, well, let's get BitBoy, one of the biggest uh, you know, crypto news reporters out there, to come on the show. And he said, I'll come in studio. So he and his crew have come here. I'm not going to go over his whole background. Uh, you can find him at BitBoy Crypto and on Twitter at BitBoy underscore crypto on Facebook at BitBoy Crypto, uh, BitBoyCrypto.com. Uh, and he's got a whole news division and a lot of big stuff. So we couldn't get a better person in here to talk about FTX and the future of crypto because I totally support crypto and think we need alternatives to the central bank digital currencies they want to bring out. And I kind of see FTX as an attempt to blow up the crypto market while the deep state uh, laundered a bunch of money. Maybe you disagree. I'm going to get your take on that. Sam Bankman freed to testify before Congress remotely. He's quite overbooked. Uh, so we've uh, got all that. Uh, so so first off, BitBoy, good to have you here. I appreciate you being in studio uh, with us. And so where do you want to start with FTX and all the rest of it? Yeah, I mean, you got to start with FTX right now. Um, it, it's a very big week this week as you said uh, Sam is overbooked, so he can't appear in person at the hearings. He's currently in the Bahamas. Uh, for people that don't know, FTX was one of the largest exchanges uh, in the world, and it was insolvent, and nobody knew. Um, and we started figuring out, you know, maybe a few weeks before everything, uh, you know, unwinded. CZ from Binance sold 500 million FTT. It's the token of uh, FTX and basically crashed the market overnight, and it's had a really hard time recovering. But the fact is, $8 billion at least. Some people put that total estimates up to $50 billion if you include all their investments, um, just gone. Uh, and, and it's the biggest insolvency I think we've ever seen. And uh, you know, Sam Bankman fried just continues to go on this, uh, he was the CEO, on this tour saying, oh, I didn't know anything. I had no idea. It was mis- and even the New York Times, it's like it's no big deal. But what I see is them saying, let's use this to try to take over all the private crypto when he had deep state and the government regulators all over him supporting him. Yeah. So I, I think this is a very interesting conversation because, you know, when you look at how everything, uh, you know, happened, there's one name that everybody thinks when you think of like gigantic democratic scandals, right? It's Clinton's. How high does it go? Does it go to the Clintons? I don't think this is true this time. And the reason is because if you actually look at what happened, how it imploded overnight, if the Clintons were involved, that would have never happened. You've got politicians 
everywhere having to make excuses for why they took money from him. And they're trying to distance themselves from Sam Bankman Freed because he is toxic right now. Something like that, I think what you'll find is the further we get into the story, uh, the sloppier these people become. This was not a clean operation from the very beginning. They kind of just went off of intimidation and like mafia type tactics. Like, oh yeah, you won't say anything or else we'll destroy your project. That was a common thing they would say. What uh, finally brought them down? Them trying to take over that big Canadian exchange or? Uh, well, what, what actually brought them down um, was a whistleblower. Uh, that's ultimately what happened. There was an insolvency hold. It kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, this had a lot to do with the fact that they were creating counterfeit coins on the exchange. And then what was happening is they would just allow more people to short. Their short versus long ratio in letter trading was out of control. At one point, it's like 99% shorts. That doesn't even make sense on exchange. So what happened is customers would withdraw the real assets and they would just create more counterfeit tokens on the site. And that insolvency hole just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Then they had to crash Terra Luna, crash Voyager, crash Celsius. That sounds like a microcosm of the rest of the economy. Yeah, I know, right? It sure does. Um, but, you know, kind of, they were trying to fake it till you make it. If they could have got all these acquisitions after they crashed those uh, companies, nine-figure payouts for, you know, some of the moves they were making— they could have eventually got enough real assets to kind of counterbalance everything out. So well, like, sure, just from a dumb level, I'm not an expert like you, but anybody else would already be SWAT team by the FBI. Oh, he can't come to Congress, doesn't want to come to the U.S. He's quite overbooked. Uh, he, he says he didn't even know this was going on. He lies in big TV interviews saying, I didn't know money was going to his other company. Yeah. I mean, this guy is a, a crook. Yeah, he's something. And, you know, there was a time where I was trying to maybe give him the benefit of the doubt because, seriously, there are bigger players here. Uh, his parents and Dan Friedberg. These are the most important people in this entire situation. Oh, I agree. He looks like a front guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but he also knows stuff. So, you know, him coming to this tour of, like, uh, you know, New York Times, obviously, with their puff piece uh, in his interview there, there's a lot of connections between uh, FTX and, uh, you know, New York Times and some sketchy dealings there as well. Uh, but the fact is, is that this guy, he just pretends like he doesn't know anything. And then two months ago, he was the boy genius that knew everything about You prison. mean that guy's not trustworthy? Let's put him back on screen. <laughs> Oh, golly, that is the scariest thing I've seen since Count Chocula. He looks like Count Chocula. That's his new code name. So what is the fallout of this when we come back from break? What is the fallout? What's going to happen to cryptocurrencies? Because now the central banks say they're going to move in. It seems like perfect timing for them. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at CBDCs coming down the road, this is certainly going to be something that you know Congress tries to piggyback on um, and tries to roll out these CBDCs and stablecoin regulation. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Stablecoins feel pretty safe right now compared to uh, you know the volatile crypto markets. Well, let's say this. Anybody saying that cryptocurrency is fiat, it's all fiat. At least this, this has some basis in reality. We'll be right back. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. 
Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, Bitcoin Boy, one of the top Bitcoin analysts and broadcasters with his own network, is here in studio with us. You were getting into the future of of Bitcoin itself, cryptocurrencies, uh, the central bank digital currencies, where all this is going. Yeah, I I think definitely digital currency is going to be something that's going to take over our lives for sure. Uh, Right now, it seems like a little bit of a novelty, and you look at the prices, uh, the volatility, and people get scared by that. But then when you look at the real-world application of the CBDCs, while there are a lot of terrible things about them, they are going to be much more convenient for people. And we know know, people tend to choose convenience over anything else, hence why— Sure, so this is the future. People should become experts in it so that they can't be controlled. Yeah, I think I think that's something that you have to do. I mean, one of my biggest mistakes ever in crypto was buying Bitcoin in 2012 and not understanding what I was investing in. And uh, that's why I set out on this channel to educate people, to help them learn, you know, the ins and outs of this industry. Because when you really grasp it, you know, this is the only way we save ourselves from a great reset. Uh, I, let's I, talk about that. But let's put go back to that 12 year graph, guys. That looks totally controlled to me. Where anywhere do you see a six month completely basically flat line? That looks that looks totally manipulated to me. Well, I understand why you would say that, uh, but you have to understand Bitcoin operates off of something called uh, the four-year cycle. Uh, I'm a Bitcoin four-year cycle fundamentalist. What that means is I believe that all four or every four years the same general thing plays out. Uh, it all has to do with Bitcoin mining. Uh, there's something called the having. Every four years, the amount of Bitcoin being produced on a daily basis through mining gets cut in half literally cut 50%. And so what happens is when that event occurs, you get a supply shock, and then you have a dramatic upswing for Bitcoin. That's when we get the bull runs. Then it gets overhyped. Retail comes in. They get wrecked. And then you have the one year of straight down action, which is right where we're at right now. Uh, we're kind of right time-wise on the cusp of the maybe the bottom of the market, and then the next year and a half will be very slow accumulation. Um, and there's some volatility you know, built in it uh, as well in 2019, for instance, you know, Bitcoin went all the way up to 14,000 uh, is an outlier. But uh, in general, when you really understand the Bitcoin having, like that's the most important thing that people need to understand when you're uh, looking at the prospects for where Bitcoin's going. So you're bullish on the future of Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very bullish on the future of Bitcoin. Uh, I do believe that Bitcoin eventually becomes the world reserve currency. I just think it's like 25 to 50 years and then it backs assets like gold used to do. Who do you think really created it? Uh, I did. 
<laughs> no, um, I, I believe Hal Finney was the creator of uh, Bitcoin. Uh, Satoshi Nakamoto obviously is the moniker that was used. A, a series of uh, cypherpunks uh, were involved. Craig Wright was probably involved. Julian Assange was probably involved. Uh, you know, uh, Nick Zabo probably involved. There's a lot of people that were involved with it, but ultimately I think Hal Finney is most likely the answer for who the main guy was. For folks that don't know who Hal Finney is. Yeah, so he actually uh, was a computer programmer and, uh, you know, goes back to the libertarian days of cypherpunks and wanting freedom and, uh, you know, financial sovereignty and privacy in your transactions. And this is a guy who didn't really like the spotlight. The interesting thing is, is he's dead. So he, and not suspicious, he had a disease. I can't remember which one, maybe it was Lou Gehrig's disease. But it just shows how innovation is what blows away power structures, entrenched elites, you name it. Because they're, yeah. definitely, they're definitely scared of it. Oh, yeah, they're terrified of Bitcoin. Uh, I, I mean, when you look at the prospects of, of what Bitcoin can do for the world, it's really scary to the people like Klaus Schwab that want to great reset us, uh, that want to get these... Even the head of the European Union, unelected, she said, oh, this will destroy us. We don't Christine, have our own system. Christine Lagarde? Yep. Yeah, I, they're going to continue to say things like this in cycles, in new cycles, based on where the price is. So, you know, when everything is going down, you know, they want to pile on it and say it's dangerous, it's dangerous. Uh, but when the price is going up... Well, she was saying if they don't get their own, it'll destroy their power. Oh, yeah, yeah, So So CBDCs are something that is the counterbalance to Bitcoin because Bitcoin is open and permissionless and CBDCs are going to be closed and permissioned. Which- but don't they get that'll drive everybody to Bitcoin? They're not going to want to be in the controlled system. There's not a better advertisement uh, for Bitcoin than uh, when you look at a CBDC. Uh, something, you know, I do a lot of work with, um, uh, we have a bill right now that we're going to be making public later this month, trying to solve some regulation uh, in, in the crypto world. But one thing that we need to start thinking about is these CBDCs are going to become a reality, uh, is we got to make sure we put in some regulation to stop social credit scores from happening before they even happen. And that's what they're trying to push them for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're going to be able to spend your money. So so the governments are doing this. We need to stop the social credit score now. Yeah, I, I think that's something that's very important to do because, you know, nobody's talking about this. Everybody's seen the, uh, uh, the episode of Black Mirror where, uh, you know, you can't rent a car unless you have a certain score and things like that. So it, it's terrifying. Somebody's got to put their foot down and say, let's get ahead of this and stop this before it actually becomes a problem. Because that's why we got to educate people. Yeah, absolutely. I remember just like four years ago still, Congress would have Google hearings. They'd go, do you track users? No, we don't. They would just lie yeah. knowing the Congress had no idea. Like, Yeah, yeah, shadow banning doesn't exist. You know, that's what uh, Jack Dorsey said. And uh, I was in that hearing when he said it. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, wow. And you know it exists. For sure. And I was already shadow banned. Yeah. I was already, and he's like, no, it doesn't exist. We don't censor anybody. Debunked. <laughs> you know, that's their favorite phrase. Debunked. Let me ask you this question. We get into everything you want coming up. You're the expert. Who do you think gave us $8 million in Bitcoin, which we was saved the company, but we have no idea. Gave you $8 million. Oh, you didn't know about that? No, I didn't know about that. Yeah, somebody early in the year did that. Wow. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, no, that'll, I mean, I was already a Bitcoin supporter, but boy, I tell you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's good. There's a lot of money floating out there. Uh, there was recently a guy who uh, just got arrested, and he's on trial. I think he's going to plead to a very low charge. He had 51,000 Bitcoin from Silk Road. He created this way that he could go on to Silk Road back in 2012 and basically buy trans, or send transactions through so fast that he could, like, quadruple every amount that he asked to withdraw. And he had, like, what is it, $3.6 billion? He was just giving away Bitcoin like it was out of control because 
you know, 100 Bitcoin was nothing to him. So $8 million to somebody like that, uh, to a whale, it's, it's just not that much money because they've had it forever. They literally saved this operation. We'd be shut down now if it wasn't for whoever that was. Well, you, you know, I, I think, They had like, I think 300, uh, like something like 300 million in Bitcoin sitting wow. in the account. That's amazing. And I think what, what has happened... They never touched it, by the way. It was created in 2016, and it just sits there. The only money they ever spent was on us. The rest just sits there. Well, I think it's a very important conversation to look at, uh, you know, kind of what you've been going through is the new way to cancel people is through canceling them financially. And that's something the Bitcoin fights against as well. Uh, because Exactly. Bitcoin doesn't put you in the social credit score. It gets you out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And people have got to wake up to that. And look, this CBDC is coming very fast. Um, I believe it's going to be here in three years. I believe USDC is going to be uh, the uh, backed by Circle and Coinbase. It's going to become the... the For those who don't know, or new listeners, the Federal Reserve announced it's coming out with a digital currency. Yeah, so they, they have FedNow, which is a, kind of a middle-of-the-road program, but ultimately they are doing one. In 2020, Jerome Powell said that yeah, they were open to using a private company to, to work with to create the digital dollar. Well, obviously, Circle and Coinbase, they already have USDC, uh, and that was kind of a dog whistle that that is going to ultimately become uh, you know, what we're all going to be using. And it's something where you're not going to be able to fight it, but it is going to basically be a walking advertisement for financial privacy in, in Bitcoin. Why can't we fight it? Why can't we say no to central bank digital currencies? Well, it's digital money. And every- no, I get it. They're going to implement it, and they'll do programs where they give it away at first. Uh-huh. It's just, it's, it's yeah. Well, I, the invention of dynamite, it's not going to be stopped. I think people have to understand the bigger play here. The bigger play for the CBDC, for the digital dollar, is to kick the can down the road in another 20 to 30 years on inflation and on the fiat. That's right. It creates a new fiat bubble. Yes, because what it does is all of a sudden we've got a big demand problem because our supply problem is out of control, right? If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Well, the mighty bit boy is here in studio with us. And I've been asking a lot of questions. I want to try to give you the floor to cover the, the range of the latest cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, uh, central bank digital currency, SCG future we're looking at. Yeah, I think the most important thing for people to understand is that this market is cyclical. And I talked about it a little bit ago about the four-year cycles. 
Right now, we're in a time where we should be on a downswing, and we had FTX, this gigantic debacle, right? Well, every single time we have a bear market, we have these debacles. We had what we called the hash wars, uh, a war between Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV and Bitmain back in 2018. You go back to 2014, you had Mt. Gox, uh, which is something that uh, 90% of all Bitcoin transactions were running through Mt. Gox. It got completely hacked, still, uh, still dealing with the repercussions of that to this day. So every bear market, it might look a little bit different right now we're dealing with what we call the contagion, which is all the fallout uh, from FTX. I tend to believe that uh, we're getting close to the end of that if we haven't already seen the bottom as well. Because something I think about is all this Bitcoin is locked up on these insolvent exchanges and nobody can sell it. So where we might see the downward action of Bitcoin go a little bit further to ten dollars to $14,000, um, you know, I think there's a chance we bottom because nobody can sell Bitcoin because it's locked up. Well, once something gets this big and all the governments and corporations are trying to adopt a copy of it or a system they can program and control that's not an open free system. I mean, I don't see how it goes away when it's the original real McCoy and still the open and, and most free system there is. Yeah, absolutely. Bitcoin is not going anywhere. And this is something that a lot of people are confused about who first get into crypto and start hearing about these CBDCs. They'll say like, oh, well, you know, these CBDCs are going to take over crypto. There's no reason to invest money in it anymore. It's going to go away. No, no, CBDCs are completely separate from normal crypto, people are still going to want speculative assets, including Ethereum or Cardano, some of the other altcoins as well, to invest in. That's separate than us using basically a stable coin, using a dollar. The way we use dollars. Sure, and they call those stable coins, but they admit with the central bank digital currencies, they're going to be able to up them and down them while they're in your wallet, so they're really not stable. Yeah. Having a government backing it is the opposite of being stable now. Oh, I, I, absolutely. I mean, what is a government's worth right now? Not very much, uh, you know. So I, I think that when you look at what's coming with the, them expanding the digital dollar, we're going to see the world reserve currency go from the U.S. dollar to the U.S. digital dollar. Um, I, I think the uh, death of America's uh, financial, uh, you know, superpower has been foretold a little bit too early. I, I think China's not really that big of a threat to us financially. I think moving to a digital dollar as the world reserve currency, that's going to open up the demand insane. It's going to be the way that they're going to be able to turn the money printer back on a digital money printer now and uh, be able to kick the can down the road. I, they have to. The fiat system is going to collapse at some point, uh, but we're not there yet. So how do people position themselves to be educated about this and really be experts in it? Because, I mean, whether I want to know about this or not, I'm going to have to know about it because that's where the future is going. Yeah, well, it's a great time for me to plug my book uh, because the, the fact is we have a book, uh, Catching Up to Crypto. It actually uh, publishes on January 12th. Uh, we're doing a big book tour. We're going to 14 cities. Oh, good. Well, come on once it's here. I want to read it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the situation is what I've learned through doing YouTube is that what we consider to be beginner content, it's not actually beginner content. It's still above most people's heads. So what this book, Catching Up to Crypto, does is it basically takes my 10 years in the crypto world and gives it to you so that you're caught up to a point where you can then go watch YouTube videos or read other books or get into different niches and, and really understand all the elements and essence of not just Bitcoin, but crypto in general and blockchain as well. Um, you know, we, we look at it as filling the gap between the person who comes to crypto and then being a true beginner. Well, governments are admitting they want so-called stable coins that they can manipulate the history of, they can make things, quote, secret, so it really won't be a real blockchain. It'll just be this whole rig deal where they could frame people really easy with those. Yeah, well, you know, what's legal today might not be legal tomorrow. You know, you got to keep that in mind when it comes to, um, you know, basically what's coming in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, the future. 
you never know what the world is going to look like, right? Like maybe eating meat will be against the law at some point. And they can retroactively go and find all the times the UN had an iceberger uh, th- through their permission blockchain. So it's different. It's not open source. It's not a free system. Uh, but it is something I've always said, especially looking at China and the CCP and, and all the stuff that they do. Blockchain is meant for good. But that doesn't mean it's going to be used for good for sure. Uh, it's Pandora's box that we can certainly use for negative and control and, and power uh, and just kind of continue the, the greed of man, I guess you could say. Or we can build a different system. Money that's completely trackable. So expanding on that, what are the good coins? What are the good systems? Is, is, is everything bad except Bitcoin? Uh, well, you know, I'm a big proponent of altcoins. I, I like a lot of altcoins. Uh, I like Ethereum. I like Cardano. Uh, these are two competing what we call layer one platforms. Uh, they're going to try to basically become the decentralized version of the internet. And what I mean by that is there's not one point of control that can be taken out. Uh, and, and when you look at Bitcoin as digital gold, which is really what it's become, uh, the fact is, is that there's only so many people out there that want to invest in a hedgeable asset, right? Like uh, I know in, in your world, you know people that own precious metals. The average person, they might know a couple of people that own gold, right? But Bitcoin's more exciting, so a younger generation wants to get in it. But the fact is, is that the decentralized internet has more value. And I think that's something to really look at. So anything that's a, a layer one platform like Cardano, like Ethereum, I think they're absolutely huge. Uh, you know, uh, we're big on XRP. We love XRP because the SEC uh, has gone after them and we hate the SEC for sure. Uh, but the whole thing is uh, it, they do work with banks to, to make international cross-border settlements much easier. It's actually kind of similar to Bitcoin in terms of it's a network of value, not a network of information. The current SWIFT system that we have for international bank processes, uh, it's basically, hey, let's move this here and then we'll actually move the money down the road. Um, and it's a big, long process. It takes a week. With XRP, when that uh, on-demand liquidity hits for all the banks that it's signing up, and of course the SEC case goes away, now you're looking at settlements in like 30 seconds. Uh, it's going to make the world economic system a, a lot faster. And so, How's that going to keep people like Bloomberg out with all their flash trading? <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a, a great question when it comes to, uh, you know, the traditional stock market bros, as we like to call them. I'm not big on stocks. I don't really care about stocks. I just like crypto. Uh, you know, my experience in stocks is I own Peloton and Coinbase, if that'll tell you anything about how bad I am at stocks. Uh, but we want to keep these kind of like traditional finance people out of crypto. Your Kevin O'Leary's, we want those people out of crypto. Uh, you know, your Sam Bankman frieds everybody he's connected to. We want these people out of crypto because we cannot let these people turn what's meant to be a, a, an open decentralized system into the same old thing. Well, sure. Anytime no Harvard gets involved, oh, that's really the state department CIA. And that's, yeah, that's the deep state. Well, you know it because anytime you ever met someone who went to Harvard, that's the first thing they'll tell you. Oh, it's Harvard. <laughs> yeah. I went to Harvard. So Brian well, a lot of the folks that went there, but it's a certain core group. Uh, of every race, color, and creed, but it, it's it's a Harvard mafia we found. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't doubt that at all. Uh, there's a Stanford mafia too, and, and including uh, you know Sam Bankman Fried's parents. Absolutely. So, what's the other big crypto news right now? Um, I think one thing that people are looking at is uh, Binance and Tether. These are Binance is the biggest exchange in the world. Tether is USDT. It's a competitor of USDC that we were talking about a little bit earlier. Uh, and there's a lot of questions about the solvency of these two entities. Uh, one is a stable coin and one is an exchange. And I think really what you're seeing is people want them to fail almost. And it's like this really negative attitude that's very, uh, you know, apropos for a, a bear market. Here's the truth. No company in crypto that has been around for more than five years 
is completely clean. It was an emerging technology. People made decisions that the wild, wild west. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wild, wild west. And, and I think that to judge a lot of these companies for the way that they built their empires, now that they're solvent and now that they've, uh, you know, basically faked it till they made it, uh, I think it's just counterproductive. Uh, I think what we got to do is looking forward, how can we keep this from happening again to where we have companies that have a lot of questionable practices rising up now? Uh, that's why I think, you know, regulation is going to come in for sure. So um, I, I think... Really, when you look at Tether specifically, and you look at Dell Tech Bank, and you look at uh, Moonstone Bank, these are some very, very sketchy things uh, with some very, very sketchy pasts. But ultimately, I think they have all the- so You're saying the technology is sound, but just because anything big and huge is gonna have weirdos in it. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's a good way to say it. Um, you know, Basically, this is a cutting edge technology, and you're always gonna get a certain type of person that wants to be interested in that including people that like angle. Well, I know one of the reasons you're popular, I don't know who you are for years, is because you've made some accurate predictions. I want to get the actual technicals and numbers from you when we come back with these graphs on when you think Bitcoin's going to start mm. going back up and then what you see even in the long-term future with BitBoy. Stay with us. Follow him on Twitter at BitBoy underscore crypto. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names. And, and, and not just other one name, they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out. The difference is we have it for 40% off what it is in stores. We're talking about Pain MD. We're talking about HGH Max Boost. We're talking about 1776 Testosterone Boost. These things are incredible. I would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your healthcare provider because they're so powerful. Get them at InfoWarsStore.com. It's hard to believe sometimes that we are still live on air, broadcasting free worldwide. And it seems quite real that things can change in an instant. Things are getting very weird, and it's definitely more difficult than ever to even know what's going on. But we'll keep doing our best so long as you keep us on the air. And you can do that now at InfoWarsStore.com. Help us clear out our stock of bodies turmeric, vitamin C with zinc, and alpha power. Turn those shady Federal Reserve notes into the highest quality supplements available while they still last. Now, with free shipping, we thank you for your support and we wish you a very peaceful, happy, and Merry Christmas. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Crypto. 
one of the top talk show hosts out there covering crypto. I can ask a lot of questions, but you're the expert. What else you want to impart to the audience? Um, I think it's really important that people understand what these hearings are uh, this week that are going on. Uh, we are going to see basically the C- new CEO of FTX, uh, as well as Sam Bangman fried appearing remotely in these hearings led by uh, Maxine Waters. Now, say what you want about Maxine Waters, and, and I certainly have in the past. She has been on this situation. I've never heard a politician answer a question the way she answered it about political donations. Uh, basically, Sam Bankman fried had given so much money to the Democratic Party, and she was one of the people they gave it to her, uh, they gave to. And she was asked on an interview, what are you going to do if this money turns out you know, to be bad? And she's like, well, I guess we're going to have to pretty much do something about it because it's not good money. Like admitting that there was a problem uh, you know, with the money that came in. And I can tell you this, Maxine Waters and several of the other politicians, they are pissed. I think that's what people don't understand for these hearings. A lot of people are thinking this is a big setup and you know it, they're going to play patty cakes with saying Bankman Free and stuff. No, no. All of the politicians in Washington that took money from FTX, they are pissed. They are going to be out for blood uh, going after him because he's made them all look absolutely terrible. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens this week. And I can tell you this. Uh, we actually directly gave a gigantic uh, packet of evidence uh, for all the wrongdoings for uh, you know from FTX and Sam himself uh, directly to the, the finance committee there. So they've got some a lot of stuff that we've been sitting on for months, um, and it's going to be interesting to see if it comes up because there's no there's no wriggling out of telephone calls that are recorded and videos that are recording and them admitting crazy stuff. Didn't it blow up in their face, the Larry David ad, where it shows all the inventions? He says, oh, the wheel's no good. Oh, the printing press is no good. Oh, the light bulb's no good. And then he says, oh, yeah, FTX is no good. It turned out it is Yeah, no, no good. good. <laughs> yeah, that one aged like fine wine, I guess. Uh, I think when you look at what they were doing, you know, they had a $135 million deal with the Miami Arena to, for the naming rights. They didn't even have an accountant. They did not even have an accountant when they made that deal. They just printed new coins. Yeah, these were new coins. They, they, you know, flywheel tokens is what we call them. Sam actually made or created a video maybe a couple of years ago where he explained how you can create tokens out of nothing and then prove their value by trading them against other coins you created. And it really is just a, amazing that we all just sat there and like, you know, ignored all this. What about NFTs? Because I know there's a bunch of scams, people overvalue yeah. them. But for me to have a piece of art, and then you create a digital copy that allows you to certify that it's a real piece of art from that person. For me, that has a value. And then to make variants of that has a value because, you know, everybody's always used art as an undercover kind of black market currency. So that seemed kind of next level. I think they, they abused it. It went too far. A lot of the art was crap. Uh, but it's just a shame that they've discredited NFTs so bad. Well, once again, we're in the down part of the cycle. NFTs will be back. I think they'll look a little bit different uh, coming up in the next uh, in the next bull run. Whereas you won't see as many of what we call uh, generative trait NFTs, which are like your board apes or your crypto punks. It's basically a combination of uh, you know factors that go into making one piece. You might get a hat, you might get a shirt, you might get a monkey, whatever. That was all the rage in the last bull market. That's going to die out some, and some of those winners are going to come more to the forefront, like Bored Apes. Uh, I'm very interested to see where gaming uh, NFTs come because I, my kids love Fortnite. You know, they love to play Fortnite. Well, they don't get to take their costumes with them anywhere. So once that stuff starts getting on the blockchain, it can be resold on a secondary market. I think that's going to be really big as well for NFTs. And I think what you said about the art world, I mean, you know, we know the art world is one giant uh, money laundering scheme, right? Um, so if you ever watch Billions, they show you exactly how it works there. Um, so I do think art has its place, though, uh, you know, when it comes to NFTs. There are 
more and more uh, upper echelon kind of uh, artists that are doing these kinds of uh, NFTs, selling one of ones. Uh, a friend of mine, Jessica uh, Ragsy, she uh, was on the show Lego Masters. She has created like three one of one sets. Well, that's what I like. Where and you also get a physical copy, mm-hmm. or 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 just one digital, or or both. That that seems very real. Yeah. Well, what she did was really cool because she actually created. Um, a physical piece of art that was like an apple with some aluminum foil on it and some screws. It's supposed to like be a commentary on technology, but you got the digital version of the NFT. But there was actually a real, uh, you know, sculpture that she uh, that might not be sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because we thought about putting out NFTs, but they were all original. So only like a hundred of them, and each was an original piece of art I did. Yeah. And then I saw the market going crazy even before it crashed. I said, No, I'm going to wait till later because because all people would say, Hey, this is original Alex Jones art. Here's the NFT digital, but here's also the physical. So we're going to have all our stuff be physical and then a a, a one off digital. Yeah, I think that's really smart. Any way that you can create something in the NFT world that's unique or has got kind of like, uh, you know, a different kind of story with it, it's going to do much better than just, hey, let me put out 10,000 pictures of monkeys. And I think people are really, you know, understanding the full potential of what you can do with NFTs. And I think it's going to be big in the next bull run. Metaverse further away, but uh, NFT is going to come back for sure. Absolutely, because it could be like an original piece of art you get for joining the country club, and it's a 10-year membership. So along with that little NFT you have, it's also a membership. Well, it's just an added thing. Let me tell you something we're doing, which is kind of cool. Um, we've been working with a uh, uh, some, an artist from ICP, which is Internet Computer Protocol, to do some NFTs. We're actually going to sell these NFTs uh, next later this week, uh, to help fund getting people down to a protest we're going to do in the Bahamas at some point. And what it is, is this generative uh, art. So it comes with a sign. It comes maybe with a background. The signs are literally going to be the signs that we hold at the protest. Uh, so number one, it's a fundraiser. and so It's, it's a piece of history. It's a piece of history. It's going to fund you know, getting people down to the Bahamas to be able to protest because they lost all their money. And this guy's- Ooh, That's a great way to get people to go out and protest. Yeah, absolutely. So and then you actually get a physical sign that comes with it too. Uh, I think it's really cool, all this stuff that we're, uh, you know, we're going to be able to see over the next- And we got all these different chains uh, as well. You know, you've got Cardano and well, you've got Ethereum. Well, that's another reason I didn't get involved with a lot of the offers we had is- it seems speculative, and then they want us to offer all this stuff, but we had to deliver it. I just wasn't up to the yeah. amount of volume. Well, you should have called us. We could help you out. <laughs> um, we actually, well, I am about doing one-off art or like yeah. things like a protest or things where it's very real. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah these real-world applications are, are, are going to be the thing that's going to take NFTs from being kind of a joke in meme culture right now uh, back to reality and like, oh, yeah, this stuff really does have uh, you know value, uh, digital ownership, be able to track it forever. So um, uh, you know, blockchain is open, and you can see everybody who owned it before, and I think it's a really cool concept. Now, I think it's a little too far. Like, Quentin Tarantino was trying to sell like one specific still from Pulp Fiction or something like that. And then it turns out he didn't even have the rights to it. The studio had the rights. It's like, I think it could be carried too far. Like how much do you really want to own one moment of a movie? I don't know if that's very cool, but like if you were able to own a physical copy of the original film along with NFT, like that would be cool. Absolutely. That's just crazy. So what else do you need to, there's so much questions I could ask, but what else should the listeners know? Yeah, I think that uh, you know we're continuing to see the fallout of uh, of FTX. One thing that's really interesting is if you look at FTX. Uh, do you know who Dan Friedberg is? I remember the name. Yeah, 
So Dan Freeberg was the general counsel of Ultimate Bets. And uh, this is a, a kind of cool story people don't know. I mean, it's a terrible story. Uh, but Dan Freeberg was also the general counsel for FTX. Ultimate Bets was a $40 million poker scam uh, back in the early 2000s before Black Friday. And he was involved in it and didn't even lose his license to practice in the state of New York. They just redid the whole entire scandal on FTX. So if you look at it, one thing Dan Freeberg did, does well is creates architecture and shell companies. So creating the architecture behind FTX where everything's very confusing, you don't know where any of the money is going, uh, that was one of the hallmarks. The poker scam was they created something called God Mode, right? Where you could see the other players' cards. The people that worked at Ultimate Bets would call up some of these professional poker players and say, hey, come play heads up with me, not knowing they could see the cards and they would just take money from them. Incredible. Now, that's exactly what FTX Of course, did. in the old days, you'd get in a, in a real card game blasted yeah. for that. <sighs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I've been wow. cards myself. But that's the danger of the nerds. Now becoming the tyrants because they just feel like it's their right to do this to everybody. Yeah, So, but if you look at uh, seeing the cards, well, Alameda Research could see everybody's trades on FTX. They saw where their liquidations were. They saw where So they can manipulate the market even more. Absolutely. Which gave them that incredible arrogance. Yeah, absolutely. So what finally brought them down? Uh, well, what... what Ultimate bets or FTX? FTX. What, what brought them down is, uh, you know, CZ dumping the fake FTT token and, uh, you know, getting into it with Sam. Sam and CZ have been going at it for months, uh, you know, kind of behind the scenes. Uh, but there was a whistleblower who actually gave a bunch of information uh, to CZ and to Coindesk about a potential insolvency. Uh, and that's really what happened. If you really want to get technical, what kicked all this off and started this was uh, we sent our bill, which we were going to find out later this month, to FTX for funding. Because, you know, we need... Oh, hold on. Do five more minutes with us. You were behind it. All I know is when is Sam Bankman Freed going to get arrested? Well, hopefully when we go down and protest in the Bahamas, <laughs> people in the Bahamas will at least arrest him. But I, I think you're going to see him arrested, uh, you know, probably by the end of January or uh, February, I, I believe. What's going on here on screen? Oh, that's my guy, Lincoln Bain. Uh, Rand- hold on. Let's go right back. I've taken a lot of supplements over the years since high school, and they had great effects. And the science has gotten better and better and better over the years. And now with all the things we're bombarded with, and the water and the food and the feminizing factors, it is more important than ever to use the compounds God gave us to boost our natural male potential. But these products work great for women as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pain MD. It's a number one national bestseller under another name. We got it discounted for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com under the label InfoWars Platinum. We've also got HGH Max Boost. Read all about it. Be very safe with it. I take only a fraction of what they say at first and take it before you go to bed at night. Don't do it uh, during the day. 1776 testosterone boost. Totally incredible. Go read about them. Learn more about them at InfoWarsStore.com in the InfoWars Platinum section. And you get 40% off on these already best-selling products under the new name InfoWars Platinum. We're into hour number three, and out of all the incredible lawyers out there battling the deep state, our next guest is the most effective. After that, it's Robert Kennedy Jr., and these people are doing God's work, because let me tell you, the clock's ticking for the next virus. Bill Gates has already geared it up, and I can feel it in my gut, not just intellectually see it, so my spider sense, he's redlined constantly, and I know yours is as well, so we better get our acts together real fast. 
I'm working really hard to stop this, folks, really hard. I'm not even doing any defensive positions myself. I'm just 100% staying at the front of the line because we got a really good chance of stopping this. I'm getting chills right now. People make me so freaking angry. And we've had so much victory against them, though, and the success we've had. I, the last caller wanted to hear about success. And I got loaded phone lines. But what I'll do is have the guest on. If you want to hold, I love you. I'll get to you after the, the guy's gone. I'll take some of the next hour. But let's just talk about success. And, and again, when I say this, the enemy knows all this, okay, and more. Because they got AI watching it all. But I know for a fact we... I'm not a great pool player, but I've had some games back when I had time to play. I got a pool table. I play with my wife where I just like hit like almost all the balls in the first first round and other times where I'm terrible. But you ever like broke the balls and you like knock like four in? You used to do this badass break and it's just like, you're just like, whoa, folks, we this operation has just grievously hurt the enemy bad. I mean, they're bleeding out. And it's the guest, it's you, it's all of us. This whole thing is one operation. So when you're calling and thanking me, you're thanking yourself, okay? I mean, we have devastated the enemy. And if I tried to go over all the things, in fact, I try to stay focused on the attacks and how to beat the enemy and the next information in front of me, not what we've done. But more and more, I sit back, it gives me a lot of solace for what we've gone through and what we paid for this. And it's been cheap. <laughs> I mean, it's been cheap. Thank God that God put me in this position and, and, and all the tribulations I've gone through only made me stronger to be able to understand what's happening now. Because if I hadn't gone through all this, if we hadn't gone through all this, we would be no, we wouldn't even know how to deal with the next attack. We're getting stronger. They're getting weaker. That's why they're attacking. And This broadcast is hands down worldwide the most effective transmission. And it affects not just this grassroots audience and not just the clips that go out, but the intelligentsia in the European Union resistance, in the U.S. government resistance, in the intelligence agency resistance, in the Wall Street resistance, in the academic and ecclesiastical resistance, uh, in just everywhere. And I don't just, I mean, I get told this, by senators, House members, uh, presidents, uh, foreign leaders. Uh, and, and, and they just say, listen, I want you to know that when we survey the people waking up at these meetings and events, they say, who do you think is the most effective? What woke you up? What got us this point? They say Alex Jones. And it's not Alex Jones. It's you. It's this crew members. It's the audience. It's the guests we have. It is us. Because no matter what happens to me, I don't want if they kill me or something like that in the near future, which I hope doesn't happen, and I'm certainly not suicidal. So if I get killed, that's... But I'm not... If I get killed, I didn't kill myself. I'm not naive. And we're entering the end game. But if they kill me or set me up or whatever, folks, don't let that be a defeat. Just champion the information I've covered. Champion the emergency alerts I've put out. And just let the work I've done, which is all God... For working through me, continue on. But I know the power of humans. I know the power that God's given us. I know because I, working with other individuals, have we have moved mountains together. And now we're going into the main assault, okay? They are attacking us. They are admitting they're pedophiles. They're admitting they're devil worshipers. They are poisoning us. They are starting nuclear war. They are out of control because they know we've got God's promise. They know we've got the birthright. They know we're going into the future. They know they, they made a bad deal. 
The devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows his time is short. They are overturning the chessboard. They're throwing a fit. Like when Harrison Ford Deckard shoots the replicant and it knows it's dead. And just, it, that's what they're doing. We're watching death throws. So just hold strong, stay the course, believe in God. We'll be right back. Stay with us. InfoWars.com Frontline Report. It's Alex Jones. The devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows his time is short. This is the death throes of Satan's kingdom on this planet. And they're coming for our children. They're coming for us because they're throwing a fit. They know they've lost. Well, Tom Renz for two and a half plus years has been battling the tyranny, the lockdowns, the poison shots, all of it. And I knew early on he was really having a big effect with his lawsuits. But he'd be on air like two years ago saying, well, I've got the big whistleblower. We'll release the name soon. And they were the high, high level inside the the, the, the whole operation. And then it comes out. It's the vice president of World uh, of EcoHealth Alliance and the, the chief scientist. And now the book's out there, The Truth About Wuhan, with Dr. Andrew Huff. Both of them were on this morning. Harrison Smith, I didn't have the time to do it, but I ended up sitting there in my office for like 40 minutes watching it going, man, this is... Really a good interview, really powerful. So we're blessed to have him on with us today. I'm glad he could come on my show to talk about this because this is smoking gun stuff, okay? And the death numbers worldwide by the insurance company, smoking gun. And we talked about it a year and a half ago about the insurance numbers, but now it's mainstream news. And now there's talk of grand juries, and grand juries are being impaneled statewide with the Supreme Court. You know the governor's going to be successful getting those going. So big success. Praise God. Thank all those that God worked through. That means people that called, people that wrote Congress, people that supported. That means this audience. That means everybody. We have really gotten off our flat feet and into a fighting stance here to not just go quietly into the night. And the system is in a chicken with the head cut off, absolute panic mode. So attorney Tom Renz, uh, my BS detector didn't go off, thought he was really credible, looked him up, saw he was doing great work, but I'm like, he's got the former chief scientist, and then it was true. And so many other whistleblowers. So it isn't about credit. He doesn't come on here about credit, but we need to celebrate the people that have had the courage to take action and, and tell us what was coming next because now he can tell us what's coming next after this and his predictions of what the enemy is going to pull uh, because we are really winning. Renz-law.com, R-E-N-Z-law.com. God bless you, sir, for your great work. I'm going to try to let you pretty much just have the floor here and just cover the waterfront. But man, this is just a crazy time to be alive. Boy, you got it, Alex. And I got to tell you, uh, it's really, and I mean this sincerely, and you know, I sat with you in your studio, so you've looked me in the eyes. You know, when I say this, I mean it. I am truly honored to get that kind of praise from you. I mean that. You've been fighting this and you've stood through hell that most people wouldn't even think of. And it is 100% God. It is 100% faith. We have families. We have our future. We have our country on the line. And we either stand together and fight for this or we lose everything. So we will win this. I So as God is my witness, I'll stand against the gates of hell if I got it. We will win this. We've stood pretty damn close to it right now already. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I wasn't pulling your chain at all when I told you I had some pretty big whistleblowers. Uh, Andrew is an amazing guy. And not only 
is he a whistleblower who worked there? But you got to look at his credibility. Combat vet, master's in security technology, uh, PhD in environmental epidemiology, worked at Sandia National Labs, had uber top secret clearance. I mean, this guy is rock solid credible. And if that's not enough, remember, when we released the initial report that included his his declaration that he gave me under oath, under penalty of perjury, when we released that, we also included 130-some citations in a separate report that didn't cite anything he said. And let's remember, they came to his house and shot at him. I mean, that's how real this is. You have no idea. So I actually... What, it took months before I would I you know could really believe some of the stories Andrew was telling me. I actually his house is literally in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I'm not going to say it to anybody where it is, but I'm going to tell you that this guy lives off grid, remote. Uh, just it, it couldn't be more out there. I actually went to his house and spent full full day going around looking at his evidence, looking at what had happened, and personally checking everything out. I was gone. I had a two-day trip to get there. Well, what do you uh, expect? So he was the vice president and the chief scientist. They were in full panic mode. He, he well, He's blessed to even be alive right mode. now. Oh, it, they're still – they're actually in bigger panic mode now. And, you know, the thing is, is they don't even know. Like, they don't know some of the other whistleblowers I've got. I've got whistleblowers – that are showing the conspiracy in the hospitals to murder patients. I've got audio recordings. I've got papers. I got so much stuff. These guys are, this is a warm up. We're just getting started. We will have accountability. I cannot wait to see it happen. And I'm going to tell you, we've been so careful and so, so diligent about making sure. Well, that you've we been led by God because everything you've done has been devastating the enemy. You definitely have the Holy Spirit's hand on you. Well, I absolutely will tell you the big man has shown me a lot of favor, uh, a lot more than I probably deserve. Uh, but, you know, I try to I try to earn it every day. I'm never worthy of it. But we uh, we have huge stuff coming. You got to understand the thing that really gets them on this. And I'm going to tell you, I want to stress this. The thing that scares them more than anything else that I get the most blowback on. OK, so get ready for the, the signal to go down. Right. Uh the thing I get the most blowback on is the tie-ins between the intelligence community and DOD on this. See, no one wants the Congress to, to investigate the DOD and the intel communities, but they are 100% involved. We've got the receipts. And when I say we got the receipts, I mean we got the receipts. And that's where I was going next. They had the neocons come out today with a report saying the Chinese released it. I hate the Chinese communists. They're horrible, but we know it wasn't the Chi-coms. So they're so desperate now. They're admitting it's man-made, vindicating everything we said, but blaming the Chinese. That's panic mode. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I haven't even seen that report yet. I have to take a look. I'll show it to you right now in a minute. Keep talking. I'll put it on screen. Please. Uh, so I'll tell you, Alex, uh, they're trying trying like hell to make sure we don't look at DOD and, and uh, Intel community involvement on this because, you know, this is just absolutely unquestionable to my mind. You know, we have we have and just put this in common sense term without sharing the evidence that I have. Let me put this in common sense terms. We have a situation where a U.S. entity sponsored by a government agency who oversees biological weapons and weapons development and security issues 
partnering and giving the technology to a communist foreign state that's an avowed enemy of the United States to do gain-of-function research, which is the key to bioweapons development, in a lab with known ties to the CCP bioweapons program. Are you going to tell me that we transferred that technology, that we funded those programs, and that our DOD and intel community didn't know? If that's the case, we have the least competent intelligence community on the planet. But that's not the case. I don't believe that for a second. Plus, when you start throwing in the evidence we have that the CIA was involved with or had knowledge of or was working with EcoHealth Alliance, there's no question. But, you know, it's a tough one. And I want to give the Republicans an out on this. One of the things that I do agree with the Republican Party on is I absolutely, from the bottom of my heart, support the heroes that are our military. So, you know, we have a lot of the neocons in the Republican Party that just, what yes, sir, no, sir, whatever the military needs. And that's good that they're supporting the military. But this isn't our soldiers. This is being done by the intel community, by the brass, by the people that are sitting their butts in the Pentagon, not the heroes who are on the battlefield. This is shady, nasty stuff being done by the intelligence community and being done by the DOD, and they were involved with the vaccine. This is globalist. They rolled out the vaccine. This is globalist in control of our military, directing an attack against their own people. The question is why? Well, you got to look at what's happening, and they've told us why. And this actually, I mean, so this is a perfect time for me to share this. So... I'm doing a bunch of work and I just released some, uh, a very short video and I'm going to be releasing a bunch of stuff on Twitter related to the Arizona election steal. What's that got to do with this conversation? Well, let me tell you, this is critical. You have to understand that COVID was the cornerstone of the Great Reset. We know that. Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Harari, all these psychopaths, one thing about these psychopaths is they can't help but talk about what they do. They're so proud of their, their self uh their view, their own view of their own genius, that they have to share their genius so that everybody can appreciate them. So these guys keep telling us, yeah, we're stay there. Let's come right now. back. Tom Wren, stay with us. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. 
Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech Carbine Upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, Attorney Tom Renz, the very tip of the spear, bringing forward all these huge whistleblowers and more is our guest. I'm going to try to shut up now and just cover the waterfront, all the big things that are going on. You got cut off getting into Arizona and what's coming out there and then you know back to what the enemy's going to do next. These new war games with Bill Gates seeing another virus that targets kids are coming out. Uh, the the governor of Florida moving forward with criminal grand juries. So much is happening. But instead of me asking questions, you're really the expert because you're right in the middle of it. Uh, just give us a briefing on what's going on. Yeah. So before the break, I had started talking about the ties. I said, well, what does Arizona have to do with uh, COVID? Everything. Everything. So you have the World Economic Forum. You have a bunch of people. And by the way, Biden's a member. Yeah, all these people, you look around the country at the number of governors and the politicians that are part of the World Economic Forum. These guys are all tied together. The Gates, all the people that you've heard of on the bad guy list, all part of this, right? They're telling us they want a global reset. Their words, not mine. You can look at the video. Uh, you can see Harari saying, you know, this is where surveillance goes under the skin. This is where we do this, where we do that. Let me explain to you what happens here. You launch COVID. You, you inflate the hell out of the dangers of COVID and you prevent early treatment so you can drive up to the death numbers. As that's happening, you use that fear to steal elections by promoting things like ballot drops and things where you can harvest ballots right and left and really screw the numbers up. Okay, and that even go, that goes without even talking about, you know, whether they were in the machines and things like that. So they're stealing a lot, using COVID to steal elections. They're also using it to destroy our economy. You got a shutdown. You destroy small business. You destroy this. You destroy that. We're getting ready for an economic meltdown, right? So that's happening to, to promote the central bank digital currencies, which they want to use to try and control us even further. They, we know this because they're telling us this. Okay, so when I say this, you got to understand something. I have always been disciplined about saying I'm speculating or I have evidence. We have them on video saying that this is what they're doing. Okay, this isn't complicated. This is just you've got to dig and listen. So COVID was at the corner of all of this. By the way, uh, I'm jumping ahead of myself, but when we talk about the next pandemic, get ready. Uh, we're getting some intel on that. Now, it's not confirmed, but what I'm hearing is that it's going to be time to come out with something going on health-wise where we need more lockdowns on a global scale around the time that the WHO Treaty comes back. That's coming. But in the meantime, one of the things that we've got to do right now is we've got to also look at the Arizona elections. Why? Well, if you care about COVID and you care about stopping the globalists, there's a lot of things that have to happen, and we have to cut them off in more than one direction. Now, I'm not leaving COVID until we've got Anthony Fauci and a whole bunch of other people in jail. But I have to I have to understand what my enemy's doing. My enemy's attacking us from a lot of directions. And in Arizona, you've got Carrie Lake, who has filed, to my mind, the most credible and strongest lawsuit that's been filed in the history of law election lawsuits. This suit is rock solid. 
And really what's on trial here is the credibility of the courts, okay? This case is good. The Arizona law is rock solid and super clear. When you interpret law, you start with the text of the legislation, and it's very clear that she's got standing, she's got allegations of injury, she's got everything she needs to move forward with this challenge. So we should, if there's any real justice here, have a full access to discovery. Why does that relate to COVID? Why is that so important? Well, let me explain to you. See, if you've got someone like Carrie Lake in there, much like Ron DeSantis, she's a disrupting factor in this. You only need one instance of truth that people see before fraud starts falling down everywhere. You can only convince people that the sky is red if everybody says the sky is red. If someone says, you're an idiot, it's blue. Well, that kind of goes it goes away then because, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Okay? So th- this is a really important thing. Carrie Lake's position on this is critical. And more imp- just as importantly, or more importantly, this case is so strong that I'm going to go on record and say that it's my opinion that if this case, if this challenge doesn't move forward into a full investigation— I, I don't, as a lawyer, know that I could file an election case to challenge anything else because I don't think you could have better evidence and better information. So, you know, to my mind, this case is going to be one of the most determinative cases in terms of election outcomes in American history. It matters because if we can't get good candidates to represent us, how do we ensure accountability on the political side, right? Because my role as an attorney is to facilitate the interpretation of law as it pertains to a specific set of facts in the court, okay? So I can't go to the court and say, Your Honor, I think this person should go to jail. And they say, Why? Well, because he did something bad. And they say, Well, what's the law? There isn't any. Well, I can't do that. It doesn't do any good, right? So I've got to have the laws to work with. We've got to have the legislation to work with. This, the other side has spent years, decades, changing laws in very nuanced ways to make it very difficult for a guy like me to go to court and get a win. That's why you see so many difficult things uh, on, on the election suits, which I haven't done a whole lot of election suits. I've done work behind the scenes. But uh, if you look at the suits that have been filed— you know, the reason they're so diff- they have so much difficulty is because all the changes. Same thing with COVID laws. That's why you've got immunity for these, these manufacturers of these death jabs and everything else. So you've got to understand this is the same people and part of the same playbook and just another tier of the global reset and the global, global takeover. We, the people, have got to stand on both fronts. And right now, they've got major hearings on Monday, Tuesday, I believe, of next week in Arizona. So we got to make sure that the people of Arizona are hearing this truth and standing because you've got Katie Hobbs down there who not only abused her power refusing to recuse herself on an election she was a part of, but she actually went out and asked social media companies to censor her opponent. Are you kidding me? That is so far beyond illegal. Then on top of that, as if that's not enough, I I would think that's more than enough, but no, no, she actually threatened to have county officials arrested, something she doesn't have the authority to do, if they didn't fall in line and certify her bogus election. She essentially strong-armed or blackmailed these guys into saying, you're going to certify me governor or you're going to jail. Are you kidding me? There is no greater example of an abuse of power. This is insanity. We cannot stand aside and allow this. And trust me, if we do, you don't have a whole lot of options left in the courts. This one's got to go right.
So this one's critical, uh, and it ties back in. Because if we can't have real candidates win elections, then how do we change this? How do we change this through the system? If the courts won't, won't ensure that justice is fair and even, if the, the elections are garbage, how do we change this? My intent and my purpose is to try and make sure that we can change this peacefully and through the system and properly. That's why this is so important. If our courts dodge this, if our, our politicians dodge this, if we keep letting this go, how, there's no system to fight it through. Do you think we the people are going to stand for this forever? No way. No way. So we've got to do this peacefully, but we've got to get out there and do it right. Well, that's we've right. Stay there. We'll come back and talk more about this next segment. But the woman who, who is stealing the election runs the election, and then she wants censorship. And then if the courts don't step in, there's just no end. They're certifying their ability to steal elections right now in Virginia, right now in places like Pennsylvania, right places like Michigan, places like Arizona, Nevada. But 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 as you said, Arizona is really the heart of where it's all going down. This this is a criminal takeover like Venezuela, a permanent dictatorship. We'll talk about how we stop it straight ahead. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones. I'm not going to tell listeners who showed up at the office today, but I'm more excited about it than when Kanye West was here, or even Donald Trump on the show. It's good to see old friends. What a crazy time to be alive. You know, I wish I was wrong about the New World Order and all their evil plans, but we've all been completely vindicated. And I would actually have rather been proven wrong, but we're not. We have the documents. We have the proof. What a time to be alive. So finishing up with Arizona... And, and the codification around the country of election fraud, and then getting back to the, you know this whole COVID rollout and Fauci having new drills and stuff that kills kids and just all of it. They're definitely reeling now. Things didn't go the way they wanted them to. But my question is, will they double down or how will they regroup Attorney Tom Rents? Yeah, so that's the real question right now, Alex. I mean, you know, listen, we're beating them hard on COVID. We're going to beat them on every front because that's what we do. And God's got our back. But 
what do you do? And so uh, it's an interesting thing because, you know, Alex, when, when I came on your show at first and, uh, you know, you talked to me, I, I said I'm a nobody from Ohio. And uh, we've continued to grow and develop a platform because we do things with integrity and honesty. And we have people now. So we have sources, we have intel, we have all sorts of information. Well, I want to premise this with this is not something I can prove, but this is what I believe is coming. So right now what we're hearing out of D.C. is there is abject panic. The DOD crew does not want any investigation. No, no, then the spy agencies want looked at. They want nothing to do with this. They want to figure out who's they're going to hang out to dry, and they're going to be the last people. But, but, but by the way, it's not your Fauci. opinion they're in full panic mode over the Fauci and the criminal investigations. That part's not speculation. Continue. No, we can see that pretty clearly. Um, what we're seeing, though, is kind of this uh, this breakdown. So Fauci and his crew and some of the globalists, they're hung up on continuing to push death shots and vaccines and other such things uh, because they need it. They need this, right? So the question is, when and how do you roll these things out? Now, they're doing more gain of function, more war games. And what we've heard, and this is this is what we've heard. I can't prove this. I don't have papers. But we've heard that the plan is to have something big hit around the time that they get the support necessary to move forward with the new WHO treaty. They want to get that new WHO treaty, which is really just a rehash of the same thing. They want the WHO to have power to take over the world. Okay, so that's a cornerstone piece of what they're doing, and they want to do whatever they got to do to get that in. The problem is, is that our fight, particularly here in the U.S., has been too powerful. Guys like McCullough, you know, I've had a little part in it, and uh, all these different people who are pushing this, we've had a voice. We've made a voice thanks to people like you, Alex, who've let us let us talk, uh, and so there's a problem, you know, because it's politically, it doesn't look sustainable here in the U.S. And the other side of this is, is that if they lose, they know that there's a real likelihood if people realize how many millions of people these guys have killed, that they're going to end up at the end of a rope. You know, people aren't going to be okay with that. So, yeah, there's, there's this kind of breakdown. Uh, you know, are we actually going to move forward with another pandemic or are we just going to say COVID's real bad? Uh, you know, which I welcome saying that because I'm happy to point to the fact that it's bad because people keep getting jabbed and that destroys their immune system and makes them sick. And by the way, tyrants always go too far and end up at the end of a rope. We People think they're just invincible. They're not. They always want to kill people. They always pull the same type of crap. This is just a high-tech version. They've got to end up at the end of a rope because that's justice for who they killed, but also to let other little little Joseph Mingolas know that they're not going to get away with it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they look at they do everything they can to try and scare us and intimidate us into shutting up. That's what January sixth was about. That's what the FBI raids are about. That's the bull crap that you were dealing with, Alex. It's all about trying to intimidate us and shut us up. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, we're winning. We're winning, especially on COVID. And, you know, I'm personally branching the fight out. I'm going to be helping on everything because we're going to have to hit them in some of these other angles. Uh, but we're winning in a big way. And I'll tell you privately, when we were doing a strategy session with my team and my other attorneys that I work with, probably last summer, I believe, is when I did this. I said, guys, it's time for us to make a change. And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, we're going to shift our position Instead of trying to determine whether we can win this now, we, we've won. We've already won this. And the reason we won it was because guys like you, Alex, helped us get the truth out 
And we had created a situation where enough people said no about getting this jab that there was a control group. So it was a guarantee that the control group was going to be there and you're going to have what you have now. You got a group of people who are part of the died suddenly crowd and you got another group of people who are healthy as can be, not getting COVID, not having any issues. They're the people who are unjabbed and that's really coming out now. So we've won. The question was this. How quickly can we win and how many lives can we save and how many do we have to lose during this fight? Because, you know, my goal is always about saving as many lives as possible. So that we shifted that footing and uh, it's proving true. I mean, we are. We are absolutely seeing this collapse. It's going to continue collapsing. We will get to accountability. And, uh, you know, that's part of the reason that we're broadening the fight and hitting these guys in some other areas. And I want to get to broadening the fight here, but you're absolutely right. I told Joe Rogan last summer, I said, this summer, the back got broken. They didn't know it would go this way. It blew up in their face. They want amnesty now. They want to stop talking about it while they still implement their control. But but they're in panic mode. I mean, we're not up here tooting our horn or saying, oh, we've won the whole war. But... The enemy is devastated right now. So what do we do next to press the peaceful attack to bring them to justice? Yeah, so that's it, right? And that's part of the reason that we have to broaden this. Because right now what they're going to do, in my opinion, is the enemy's going down. They know that the COVID thing is is going down. They know that that truth is coming out. And so you've got no loyalty amongst thieves, None whatsoever. So what they're doing is they're trying to decide who they're going to throw under the bus. The problem is, is when you throw a guy like Anthony Fauci under the bus, Anthony Fauci knows where the bodies are buried. So Anthony Fauci is going to play hardball if he thinks he's getting thrown under the bus. So they've got this really nasty situation then where what do you do? Because we don't want to get we don't want to get our ours, uh, our rear ends in trouble with him. Uh, but, you know, if we don't throw him under the bus. Uh, we lose our credibility. So it's a it's one of those things where they're in a real bad situation. And that's why I, I mentioned a couple times, you know, broadening the attack, because if we can uh, dilute their focus, if we can effectively hit them, because one thing that I praise God, this is 100 percent him. You know, I just kind of show up every day. But we've been effective in fighting the covid lies. We've been very effective. If we can take that same strategy and apply it in these other areas, then we can make them have to defend some of these other areas. All right, we got to have the election, so we got to bring them to justice. What are other areas we've got to dominate in? We've got to get this. Uh, the central bank digital currency is a real threat. Um, I've got a whistleblower, and I can't. I'm not not ready to say anything more about this, but we have some legitimate evidence that the food, the tax on the food supplies were actually organized and they were orchestrated. Well, yeah, the UN um, and they're officially shutting down the third largest food producer in the world, the Netherlands, they're shutting food production down everywhere officially admitting it. Yeah, well, I'm but I'm talking about the burn no, down. No, no, I understand you've got internal stuff. stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got some interesting stuff there. Uh that's an important issue. The the energy thing is an important issue. Um and uh, I would say that those are the main issues. You know, the, the, we got to finish COVID because these jabs are unbelievable. I mean, what's happening there, that's got to be stopped. And so we're only, we're not done with COVID by any means. We got a long ways to go. Just because we're winning doesn't mean we've won. And if we take our foot off the gas, we will no, right. It's a multi-pronged they attack. You've got to attack every every attack they're running. Yep. Yep, we just got to find ways, and we got to ask God to give us more hours in the day so we can fight from more directions because there's just too many bad guys. And, uh, you know, 
one of the things I've talked about, I actually was at a meeting this weekend and someone was asking me about, you know, what do we got to do to win this? I said, well, one of the things you got to understand, I bill for almost none of my time, Alex. I, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I don't almost, I almost never bill for my time. That's that, that gives stay there. Let's come back and talk gives- about that. It takes money to win wars, folks. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names and and, and not just other one name they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out the difference is we have it for 40 percent off what it is in stores we're talking about pain md we're talking about hgh max boost we're talking about 1776 testosterone boost these things are incredible i would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your healthcare provider because they're so powerful get them at infowarsstore.com It's hard to believe sometimes that we are still live on air, broadcasting free worldwide. And it seems quite real that things can change in an instant. Things are getting very weird, and it's definitely more difficult than ever to even know what's going on. But we'll keep doing our best so long as you keep us on the air. And you can do that now at InfoWarsStore.com. Help us clear out our stock of bodies turmeric, vitamin C with zinc, and alpha power. Turn those shady Federal Reserve notes into the highest quality supplements available while they still last. Now, with free shipping, we thank you for your support. And we wish you a very peaceful, happy, and Merry Christmas. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. knows it's going to lose the question is how bad is it going to get till we turn the tide all right tom wren's attorney getting all these great whistleblowers to go public devastating the globalists you were getting into i'm just guessing we're going to cover next the fact that we all need funding Infowars needs funding you need support not just sharing the articles and videos this is a war we don't have george soros backing us we don't have the new world order backing us we have the people backing us and if the public ever figures out how powerful they would be if they actually got more in the arena of support, it'd be game over for evil. Well, that's it, right? Many hands make light work. And I'd rather have a million people give me a dollar a month than one people get, than one person give me 5 million because 
Uh, the one person that gives you five million will try and control you and undermine you and and get you to do things that you don't agree with. And I'm not up for sale. There is no amount of money. I'll I'll work for free. I don't bill for most of my time. But here's the thing. I don't bill for most of my time, but I need more lawyers and I need to be able to support them. So our strategy going forward is not something I mind sharing. We've got to raise money to support more lawyers, right? I, I can't I, I can't ask them to work for free. They just won't do it. More money we got, the more lawyers we can get and the better we can do. We got to have the lawyers. Uh, the other thing we got to do is we got to work on continuing to expand the message. So, yes, donate to InfoWars. Uh, but also share InfoWars. And uh, while you're at it, share the stuff I do. Um, you know, and go to Rimsdash Law and make a donation there because you've proven you're hitting on all cylinders. You've got a lot going on. I, I Yes, sir, I do. An awful lot. Um, and actually, next week, uh, I believe next week, the 21st, I'm going to launch. I'm going to start doing a one-hour-a-day uh, talk show on uh, uh, America Out Loud Network, a radio show. Um, we're, we're, because we've got to educate the people. We've got to activate the people. See, the thing that people don't understand is that if I file a lawsuit, but I don't do anything else, we'll get the New Zealand effect. Early on in New Zealand, there was a young lady who had a massive win at the Supreme Court related to this COVID corruption. The next day they changed the laws in New Zealand. So we had to educate the public. We had to get people going and engaged. People being engaged is the ultimate power. The one thing tyrants truly fear, you can shoot me, you can shoot Alex, you can shoot the, a couple people, but you can never silence all the people. They fear we the people more than anything else. And, you know, the work that I do has been, so, has been effective, praise God, but part of the reason it's been effective is because of the public support we've been able to garner for it. That's had a huge impact. That's why, Alex, do you know what I did a few weeks ago? You'd have got a, I, I took a page out of your book. Um, so I do the reawakening tour with Clay Clark, right? And they were, they were doing, they were on the tirade about those evil Christian nationalists, right? So I stood up on stage and the Washington Post was there. The Beast was there. There were a bunch of left wing papers that were covering this. I went up on stage. I put a, a presentation, a slideshow up there. I had a big slide up there talking about how proud I am to be a Christian nationalist. I am, and I am, I am proud of it because I believe that Jesus teaches me to love everyone, treat people with respect and equality, and uh, you know, love your neighbor. And as an American, I believe in the nation that's you know freed slaves and created suffrage and allowed prosperity on a level that no one's ever seen before. And so my question is, which part of my Christian nationalism do you have a problem with? So I said that on stage and went into great detail on it. Do you know I couldn't so much as get a hit piece done on me? Because the mainstream fears what we do. They know they can't turn it on us. We have no shame. I don't care what you call me. I don't care what they say about me. I got no pride. So they're afraid of us. So we've got to get the message out farther. And since they're censoring the hell out of me, uh, praise God for guys like you. We got to do everything. Well, that's the we thing do. they do. They demonize us. And they don't understand we're committed to the mission. We know we're right. It means nothing. In fact, it's a good thing when they're attacking because that means we're over the target. And that really freaks them out because as leftists, they are so prideful and so into what the system's saying. You don't want the system endorsing you, but they're looking for that. They're such losers. Yeah, that's all they care about is approval of others. I care zero, right? My loyalty is to God, my family, my country, and my friends. 
I don't care one bit. You know, someone, t someone told me early on, so I went through phases as an attorney on this. The first phase was the buy-off phase. They tried to buy me off to shut me up, and they told me, oh, you could get some appointments. Uh, they, you know, you might make a good judge if you would just uh, drop this stuff. I said, yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, then they, then uh, that didn't work out, and they realized I didn't care about their cocktail parties, which, I mean, I can't think of a greater wound to inflict on me. A cocktail party yeah. for me is a PBR and a campfire. Uh, that's what I like. Uh, then, so then they did the death threats, you know, I mean, you know about those, those are ongoing and whatever. And, uh, then they tried to Kavanaugh me and, and just smash me in the press. And I didn't care about that either. So they went back to censorship because I don't care about any of it. You got to be willing to take some bullets if you're going to get into this fight. And if you're in it for the cause, you don't worry about what they say about you. I can only imagine now that we're hitting on some of this election stuff, what they're going to say. I'm pushing the hashtag, by the way, hashtag election liars. They all want to call us election deniers. Hashtag election liars. I want that to trend everywhere. I want everybody to be talking about hashtag election liars because the election liars keep pushing the sheep to call us election deniers. But the only thing we're denying is their lies and it's garbage. So, you know, we're hitting this on all fronts and uh, we got to we got to I'm going to tease you, Alex. We got another top secret project we're working on uh, within a year or so. I hope to launch that I think is going to, what we're going to do is we're going to start holding the people uh, that are running our country accountable to the people that are voting for them. And uh, we got a plan on that. So I, I intend to bring political accountability too. Not a D, not an R, a freedom thing. Absolutely. So, Beautifully uh, said. We got to get you back again soon. But just back to the COVID situation, because that's the one area we can really have a big effect. You know, they may start yep. nuclear war in Russia. We're trying to stop that, but who knows? Are they going to throw Fauci under the bus because he's so insider? They're trying to defend him right now, which is only blowing it up bigger. So the super secret stuff happening behind the scenes of this. We're trying very hard to ensure that they do throw him under the bus because I really want to see him in orange. Um, they're trying to save him because he's got a lot of dirt on a lot of people. He does know where the bodies are buried. So I don't know. My intention is to make sure that before I, I'm done with this and before that guy dies, because he's an old man, he'll probably die before me. I'd like him to spend the rest of his days in jail. Uh, and that may sound cruel, but you know what? He's murdered millions. So uh, I'd like to see that guy in jail. And we're trying very hard. And it's really... Uh, we're, we're, we're moving over here. They're moving over there. And I don't know for sure. It's, it's a, it's a tug of war right now. We're pushing for accountability everywhere. They're trying to preserve as much as Dogger, they can, but they're definitely not arrogant know. anymore. They got fear in their eyes. They better. They better. They're right to fear because we aren't stopping. We got God at our back. And like I said, we'll stand against the gates of hell if we got to. Well, I'm really concerned with Bill Gates' new bioweapon drill he did. I agree with you. I think they're warming that sucker up, and I think they're getting ready to release it. Uh, it it's just, I wonder how many people that work for the system that know we're telling the truth still try to hedge their bets. The only safety is defeating these maniacs. You can't just, like Boston University has a, a super uh, COVID that kills 80% of people, and then they just admit yeah. that. It's like a threat, like we got a weapon that'll kill all of you. Yeah, well... You're not going to get away with it if you do that. I mean, they got to know that, that that now anything they do, it'll just make the next wave against them bigger. So that's kind of the Mexican standoff. They release the next bioweapon. They have their big distraction, but it backfires bigger the next time. Now that people know it's them, any further assaults by them only make it worse for them. And I'm not, I mean, that's a pretty simple equation, isn't it? 
Oh, it is. But, you know, I mean, the Boston University is just one of many. I mean, we've got, co listen, Fauci actually dug up some people up in the, the Arctic uh, that died way back from the Spanish flu and reconstituted the Spanish flu. He's also, he's working down, you know, I, down in Texas, Texas of all places, yeah. in Galveston, they're working on uh, gain of function on uh, Ebola. That's right. I, they I mean, are complete, we all die from complete maniacs, illegal stuff going on in Galveston. They are just mad scientists. People say, why are they doing it? Why Jeffrey Dahmer do it? Why Hitler do it? Because they're evil. They like it. Tom Renz, thank you yes, so much. Renz-law.com. God bless you. Look forward to speaking to you again. Godspeed. Thanks, Alex. Folks, go there and support what he's doing. Please support us. Do your Christmas shopping with us. We're barely still on air. I got so many big projects I want to launch. We don't want the enemy to have a big win. We need you to get great products we already have. Infowarsstore.com. The new line is InfoWarsMD. 95% turmeric with uh, turmeric 95. We've got all these other great products. We're selling out of DNA Force Plus and Vitamineral Fusion, but those are still 50% off. Please do your Christmas shopping. Infowarsstore.com. We have the Nitric Boost. that's so good for your heart. And so much more. We have the Mushroom Max. Uh, it's all there. Infowarsstore.com. Stay with us. More calls at Great ahead. I've taken a lot of supplements over the years, since high school, and they had great effects. And the science has gotten better and better and better over the years. And now with all the things we're bombarded with, and the water and the food and the feminizing factors, it is more important than ever to use the compounds God gave us to boost our natural male potential. But these products work great for women as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pain MD. It's a number one national bestseller under another name. We got it discounted for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com under the label InfoWars Platinum. We've also got HGH Max Boost. Read all about it. Be very safe with it. I take only a fraction of what they say at first and take it before you go to bed at night. Don't do it uh, during the day. 1776 Testosterone Boost. Totally incredible. Go read about them. Learn more about them at InfoWarsStore.com in the InfoWars Platinum section. And you get 40% off on these already best-selling products under the new name InfoWars Platinum.